0: Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday Night. It is a great week because we have Mandy Bright with us. Mandy, how are we doing? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to be here. I'm fine. I'm really good. Thank you. <laughs> you've been busy lately. Erica sent me all sorts of stuff that you've been up to. And uh, you've really been busy uh, with uh, the Jules Jordan uh, folks and, uh, a whole lot of stuff. Uh, this is your 22nd year in the business.
1: Uh, so yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe more (laughs) because I was started, I think when I was 21 and I turned to 45. So
0: yeah. (laughs) Well, just give our group here a quick synopsis of, of how you got started and we'll go on with some questions.
1: Okay. That's good. Um, How I've started, that's uh, okay. I think I just like, um, I was really interested to do something. I think I just wanted to do, first of all, just modeling. So not really born born things. And um, by the time my um, agency called me constantly that one company really want to see me. And that was uh, back then a private, that's a European company, a really big company. I don't know if somebody knows maybe. And <laughs> yes, so one of his, one of uh, private director found me like he really wants to shoot me, my first scene ever, boy girl, girl girl, whatever. And I was just like, I'm, I'm not sure I'm ready for this because I'm, I never did in my life. So I'm not sure I'm capable to like, you know, just do sex in front of camera. And he was extremely sweet, extremely nice. My experience was amazing. He said, like, we go to Ibiza, everything is going to happen how you want. If you don't feel it, we stop, blah, blah, blah. So we went to Ibiza, and I did my first scene. That's how it started, and that was... Oh my gosh! Amazing. I felt you know when you when you do something, try something, and you feel like yes, that's what I wanted to do. I felt comfortable. Surprisingly, I extremely enjoyed that. And since then, I do porn, and uh, yeah, I think I that that was the time when I figured it out. I found what I like to do.
0: And the rest was history, as they say. <laughs> ah, yeah long history (laughs) now what we say what we say around here too is when we encounter somebody who has a different accent than we do we say that doesn't sound like an upper midwest accent you've got kind of a different accent so you're not really from from around these parts
1: no i'm hungarian i'm from europe yeah i started working and
0: there
1: i just moved here like 10 years ago so yeah okay
0: all right well um Glad, glad, we're glad you're here. Uh, James is James going to lead things off with a question. Go ahead, James. Okay. Uh, first of all, excuse
2: my voice. I'm a little. Hey. <laughs> um, excuse my voice. I'm a little clogged up today. But um, I want to tell you that I'm, it's just such an honor to be able to speak to you because I've been such a fan for so many years. Um, oh, yeah, ever since uh, you were shooting for private. And that was uh, and I know private is one of the biggest. European uh labels that there is I know they've been around for so long um and now you're saying you're shooting for jewels and um probably even for door sale maybe um I've always found that the European uh, films were a lot more cinematic than uh the European uh market is what do you think what is probably some of the biggest differences that you find between shooting and for the European market as opposed to shooting for the u s market?
1: Well, um I can say back then and now because there's a huge time difference right yeah. what are we talking about So back then, um because i was in america so on when i was 23 and i was stayed here for half year and come back and forth what i felt is um if i be extremely honest that was more here america was more enjoyable because they don't want it to they didn't really want it to do like perfect they just wanted to do it how it is A sex scene. Um, In Europe, they really want to create something. Something big. Something big cameras, big lights, uh, big conversation. Like where you step, where you move. By the same time, the sex was like... The actors were good, so the sex was always good. But um, here in America, it was more than a free sexual experience mm-hmm. <laughs> in my country or in Europe is more like directed scenes.
2: Right. European scenes to European scenes to be, like I said, more cinematic, more story driven, more uh yes. it's it's more like a, an actual like a mainstream movie. Or they tried exactly to, they tried to shoot as being tried to make it look like a more of a mainstream movie than Yes. Yeah. Well,
1: and I did a lot. And yes, I did, you did a lot.
2: And they were one let <laughs> me just say I think you're wonderful. I think that uh, even for your acting, as well as for, uh, you know, just for being, for your sexuality, you're just, you're just wonderful. And I've been, like I said, I've been a fan for so long and this is just <laughs> such a big, this is just a big thrill for me to, be, to speak to you like this.
1: Thank you. And I think like, so yeah, how you talk about it, like in Europe, because we have like big movies, kind of, we always had a chance to be someone else in a way, in in, in an acting or act a story and put something more inside. Yeah, that's 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 a huge, big difference. But I but I remember here as well, they were huge feature movies back then either. So like um, Vicked and Vivid made like amazing big movies. Yes. I was just, I think I'd never been apart because of my accent, because I'm European. So it was way harder to get into this kind of Bigger uh, projects, right?
2: Okay, all
0: right. Well, thank you. All right, thanks, James. <laughs> thank we haven't seen Derek for a while. Derek uh, has a question, I'm sure. Go ahead, Derek. Sure. Well, good evening, uh, Maddie, and thank you. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh,
3: wasn't uh, wasn't exactly familiar with your work, so I did do a little research. Looks okay. like you were in one of the uh, Mister Beaver films back in the day. (laughs) I always got a kick out of those. I I always love the humor uh, interjected into uh, adult entertainment. So do you have any uh, uh, um, funny recollections of that? Was that a pretty fun scene to shoot? Oh, my. um,
1: uh, Wow. I mean, like... I did, I did a lot of things, but most of the time I felt they categorized me as like a mistress or control the scene kind of person. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I made a lot of, in this way, I made a lot of crazy things like, um, mm, even for myself, uh, like, who like really like punishment kind of way which was sometimes in a different situation and, and and it came out really funny uh i did i don't know uh i think i remember the first big movie what i did was the gladiator for private <laughs> and uh that that was something where i was like a slave girl dirty clothes. I mean like that was, we were shooting enough in, in a snow and I just were a, a, like a sleeper kind of things. And uh, yeah, that was when you have to act like, Oh my gosh, it's so fun. And you're just freezing <laughs> to death. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean like it's in a way I wouldn't say it's funny, but that was challenging. Like there was a lot of challenging situation back then, but I, I just, I don't know, I love, I love it. Just put me in a situation which I'm not comfortable with, and I'm fine. Because I, I just like it. It's so much fun.
3: So it definitely mixes it up, keeps things fresh, keeps things always interesting. So I can totally see where that would be the case.
2: <laughs> yeah. well,
0: again, very nice meeting you, and thanks yeah, for, nice thanks for stopping too. in.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you. Well, well, Derek and I know something about cold weather, him being from Wisconsin me from Iowa. They, we know cold weather.
4: Uh, just a little bit. Wow.
0: Just a bit. <laughs> yeah. Lorenzo's with us. Lorenzo, good afternoon. How are we doing?
5: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: We're doing good. Uh, Mandy's with us, and you have a question for Mandy.
5: Yeah, first, uh, good evening to you, Mandy Bray. <laughs> And uh, I was wondering, in your childhood or growing up, did you have any inclination of this was something that you may want to do? And did you get any backlash, um, say, in your culture for what you did from, say, your family?
1: Yes, I did, of course. I mean, like, um, uh, my parents definitely did not accept my job um they divorced so it was pretty easy to deal with that <laughs> separately not together and um my dad was uh I'm like a daddy's girl so he was always sad like he not support me in a way but he let me to choose whatever I want He's not he didn't really judge me He was just not really supportive. My mom, the other side, was just sad, like, no. Mm. She was crying. She made that whole uh, drama about that. And um, it was hard for me to explain to them that, and I'm sure, like, as a parent, because I'm a parent as well, it's, um, it's really hard to understand, like, your child choosing a job, which is not... I'm not really using my, my brain, <laughs> right? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not have a, a regular job. But I try to explain them the whole situation and that I really enjoy what I'm doing. The money is good, so don't make it wrong. I did it for money as well. But I really had fun. I really liked that. That was me. I was always, always, since I was a really young I was sexually like I was really interested about everything I I wanted I loved sex even I I started to masturbate in my early 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 age really early I started to realize and I wanted I create for it for example my friends told me when I told my friends like what I did what I choose as a job they told me like you know, you know, we are not surprised at all. That's you. <laughs> you know what? It's it's it was just me. I I loved it and and I loved it and um, I think by the time because I was really stubborn kid as well. My my parents accept what I what I choose as my job, but I'm not sure they still support me in a way. But as like other people, what other people talk about me, be honest, I never cared. I never, ever cared the neighbor. I never cared about anybody who doesn't accept me as I am. The door is open. You can walk out. I don't want to listen to you. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to. That's me. That's the package. That's me. Take it or leave it. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to, you are not my parent. We're not related. I don't care what people talk behind me. It's just something what, why does it matter when I'm happy? My happiness is matter. The rest, hmm, that's their problem, not mine. If they cannot accept the person as it is, or what, what that person chooses as a job.
5: That's good. Uh... It's a good way way to be. Uh myself being in a BDSM lifestyle, you have a look and a sound that would be, you know, perfect. Are you thinking of doing any of that with content in the future?
1: Oh, I did BDSM. That I should be the SM movies for, for a few mm-hmm. years. I had two websites. I really loved it. I really did love that. Um Yeah, I mean like I, I don't mind to do it. I I I like kinky things. I like to be controlled and to be in control. So, like, yeah. I don't mind both. You know, I'm that kind of person who doesn't mind both sides. Um, okay. I really love both of them. I think it's um, that's a really that's a nice period <laughs> of my life when I started to do that. <laughs> All
5: right. Well, much success to you.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Hey, don't forget we have uh, next week we have Lacey Fox coming in and Lacey uh, will be here. And a little tidbit, Lacey's from Iowa. So we got a little connection there. (laughs) Uh, Well, not that big of a connection, but she's from Iowa. So I I know she lives across the state. Uh, You can't get there from here. Uh, And don't forget, uh, of course, um, we've got the show on YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube at just talking. Hall of Famer Richard Pacheco's with us. Richard, how are we doing tonight? We're doing great.
3: Maybe it's nice nice to meet you. Um, I um, may be one of the few people you meet that predates your career. I was active in the 70s and then in the 80s and retired by about 1986. So um, I appreciate the longevity of your career and, um, I'm sure you don't talk to many people that were around way before you were. Um, but in any case, what I'll also share with you is I have Hungarian ancestry. My people came yeah. over uh, around uh, the turn of the 20th century. Um, and I was raised in uh, uh, in a goulash family. That's the, my, my my best dish. I cook a very good goulash. And uh, I know... It, and I know what stubborn means when it's got a Hungarian accent because my, <laughs> mo- my mother gave me a lot of it. Um, so high on that score too. Um, I appreciate your sexuality. It just seems delightful. Your, your, um, your accommodation of yourself to it, your acceptance of it, your appreciation of it. Uh, when coupled with your passion and your beauty, what a combination. Um, I look forward to seeing some of your work i like to come on this show because I've been very far away from the business for a long time. So i like to see who's doing what and um, check it out. So hello
0: and good luck.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: <laughs> All right. Fantastic. It's great to see uh, uh, Charles has arrived. We'll get to Charles here in a second. Uh, let's go over to Tom. Tom's a newcomer to the show. So, uh, Tom, go ahead. A question for Mandy Bright.
6: Hey, can you hear me okay? You betcha. Excellent. Yeah, I'm trying new headphones, so I wasn't certain how well it'd come out. Uh, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you all. Um, so I, I just had a couple quick questions. Uh, one, um, one of my you know favorite things is watching you know cream pie scenes, and I saw you know you did, you did your fair share. I was kind of curious. Are those like planned, uh, like the day of, or they were they kind of spontaneous? I was kind of curious, like how you know how does that work out? Like, did, or was it kind of a, like Hey, we're gonna offer you this the scene. It's cream pie. You know, like, what, what were you um, often told ahead of time that was coming, or did, did this sort of just happen? And oh, uh, my other question: uh, What was your favorite uh, band growing up in Hungary listening to? Oh
1: wow, okay. Um, American or European or Hungarian?
6: I- I'll take any because uh, I'm am a music nut. Besides being a my my movie podcast, I'm a music obsessing
1: so i mean like i grew up uh listening elvis because my dad loved elvis and i and i'm extremely huge <laughs> fan of him uh, it depends i mean like when i was a bigger like a teenager of course i like boy bands everybody and but i liked like queen i mean like i really do like quality music more than just uh, singing and jumping around on the stage. That's not really me. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think, but I definitely grew up on Elvis. I mean, like, my dad was a huge fan, and I appreciate it because I heard so many amazing things and so many great music. Um, Green pie. Well, I always knew before, so that's something what, Absolutely, we have to discuss with an actor and actresses, because it's, um, I wouldn't say it's easy for, it's not easy for the boys at all. Uh, And not for us, if I extremely want to be honest, for us, it's, I wouldn't say it doesn't really matter where they come. We just have to help and support the boys to make it easy for them as much as possible. Um, for me, it doesn't really matter. I like to do it. I enjoy when somebody come inside me. I mean like I enjoy when somebody come deep inside me because then I can feel the whole everything that they is just you know pulsing and everything so that's that's I like. but you cannot do it on film because of course they cannot shoot really deep inside. So that's really hard for an actor to get to the point and just stay out. Because if you shoot way too far, it's really hard to show everybody, like, how the come is coming up. So, I do like it. It's really enjoyable. And I always know before. Uh, and I'm really picky with this because... Um, uh, I don't know if I can talk about this, but when... I'm on my period, like for example, as a woman, I don't like to do these kind of jobs because it's not comfortable to push out the calm when I'm on my period because I don't want to fuck up the whole scene and the end of the day, right? Some girls does, maybe oh, yeah. they don't care. I'm really, I want to do the best. So I always like to know because I can give exactly when I'm capable to do it without problem and like full enjoyable and without checking, like everything is okay with me. And, um, so yeah, um, I don't know what else, but it's, it's really enjoyable. Like when a man come is anyway, enjoyable. I always, or if <laughs> I just realized like every time when a man come, I always smiling and it's not because <laughs> I just, it, it just, I don't know. And even at home, uh, I just, it makes me smile. I don't know. Don't ask me. It's just, it's a, it's just come out like it makes me happy in a way. And I just smiling. It's, 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 it's such a amazing thing to make a man come, I think. <laughs> or it's just me. I don't know.
3: I think I'm in love. My <laughs> wife smiles because
0: it's over. <laughs> Maybe my is a grimace. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just uh I just got this comment all the time, like, why are you smiling? And I was just like, I don't know. It's just like so amazing, like you came. I it's just no no. It's it's I I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm like a child, I guess. Oh here's your present. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> Appreciate the question, Tom. Thanks a lot for uh for being here tonight. You know, I uh one of the friends I made at at uh Exotica and I, I think that Lorenzo saw him and uh James for sure was was Bob from New Jersey, and uh, we, we had breakfast together. Now we always have breakfast together, and we bitch about the same things, and usually the price of the breakfast. Anyway, um, he saw Elvis seventeen times in concert, and uh, mm. he was just uh, telling me about that. I was like, "Oh my God!" And so anyway, it's quite a quite a deal there. I I I never saw Elvis. I I had uh, tickets to see him in 1976. I would have been nah, 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 nah. I would have been about eleven years old, and <clears throat> earlier in the day, I thought it'd be cool to stuff my my neighbor's mailbox with sand. So I put a bunch of uh, sand in my elderly neighbor lady's mailbox. And so my mom gets home from work about five o'clock, and we're getting ready to go to the concert about six. And uh, my mom says, well, you're going to have to clean that mailbox out because you stuffed all that sand in there and that's going to take you all night and you won't be able to go to the Elvis concert. So I didn't didn't see him. So Elvis in Ames, Iowa. So quite a deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go to Charles. Charles Lewis. Good afternoon, Charles. How are we doing?
4: I'm good. I'm tired. This, I need a weekend to recuperate from my weekend. It was far too busy, far too much fun. And I'm exhausted. Um, anyway, um, and I'm trying to think of a, of a question to ask Mandy and I can't off the top of my head, come up with one. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, I actually, when I went to high school, our school was start, the school I went to was a Catholic school started by Hungarians who had left after the 56, you know. So they, they had really interesting stories too. Um, I'm trying to, I don't know what to ask. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm on the spot. And um, okay, I'll go with I'll go with my standard question. Um, I'm assuming that you like being in the adult industry, and where do you see yourself? You know, five years down the road. I feel like it's a job interview, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, but I just kind of wanted to wondered where you saw yourself. Do you see yourself staying in the industry? Do you want to direct? Do you want to produce? Do you just want to be an actress? You know, that's sort of what I'm asking: is what you see your future as.
1: Well, um, and I mean,
4: if you like don't I know, that's fine that. too.
1: No, oh my gosh, it's just like I don't know. I guess it's I wanted to do as long as people interested to see me, I guess, I don't wanna, when I feel like nobody wants to see me anymore, then what's the point to push myself, um, to directing, I, oh, I, I did a lot of directing back then, um, uh, I, I have a really kinky fetish, (laughs) I like, I like scary things. I like horroristic things. And I tried back then I always tried to put inside my movies like um I don't know. I like I like blood. but I back then you can you could not use blood so I always try to do something different. I like rape. I like i like crazy things so i did okay. like then. people some people like it i wouldn't say um i had a huge um uh followers about that but there was definitely people who were interested my kinkiness and i usually i like the psychology in the scene so even if it's um it's something horroristic. I, I like more like the psychology part to scare people without hit people. So it's easy to scare someone when we slap them or, or try to uh, hurt them, right? It's easy right. to scare someone. Right. But scare someone with your voice, with your act, with your, with your words, I think that's the best. And be honest, it's way scarier because they don't know what's the next step. And um, I don't know if somebody interesting me to shoot something. I would love to. Will I searching for work like that? No, I'm. I'm. I did back then, knocking on the doors, try to sell my stuff, what I shoot for myself, and all the things. It's not. It's like it wasn't that fun. And I, if it's not fun, I want to do that. If I can shoot for myself, because ra- right now we have OnlyFans and all the things. So when I get to the point and I want to do something crazy, I always can do for myself without begging for companies to, to give me a job uh, as an actress. As I said, I wanted to do as long as people want to see me. If I see like people started to talk about like I'm not I'm not for this business anymore, I definitely I don't want to torture myself because I'm not that person when people's um, opinion matter but people who so love love porn and love to watch me and they lose the interest to watch me, that means something is not okay anymore. So,
0: yeah. Okay, well, thank you for answering my questions. Right. Thanks a lot, Charles. Adam's with us. Adam, by telephone, go ahead.
7: Hey, hello, uh, hello Mandy, and thanks as always, Patrick. A <laughs> uh, couple questions for Mandy. First of all, you talked about your transition from working for private to working for Jules Jordan. How did you come to America?
1: Um, that was oh my gosh 2004 I guess. Uh, I was um, we had I had a friend over here, uh, some Hungarian friends who said like why don't we come over and just work here a little bit? I wouldn't say I worked for everybody back then in Europe, but um, that was a new area, what I just, I think I wanted to, wanted to try. And yeah, that's, that was just a thought, and that was a good thought, because that was a good experience as well. So nothing really motivated me. I didn't motivate it to be like, oh, I wanted to be a big star. Because Americans are always bigger than Europeans, and we knew that. I just wanted to try how, how I can perform here.
7: <laughs> okay. Again. Now, you also mentioned working in BDSM, uh, both as a top and a bottom, uh, or a sub, I guess. Who or what kinds of uh, scenes were your favorite to do as a Tom, and what are your favorite types of scenes to do as a sub?
1: Well, um, I had my favorite girls who I loved to work with. I always like, maybe it's an easy way, but I always like if, um, if I have a little chemistry with that person, I did a lot of girl girl, of course, I did a few boy girl BDSM, but, um, it wasn't that much more like I was dominated on girls and, um, and I had a few girls who I had a really good chemistry and uh, we could work together really, really good because they were into it. Because sometimes you get girls who are not really into this thing. Maybe they do it just because of the money. Mm. That's, that's no, I don't think it's, it's fun or good. So um, that's yeah I had I I, I had one girl in Europe she is extremely like to be punished she was I don't know maybe in love with me and that was so easy because she was craving in a way craving so bad for me to punish her and that was you have no idea how satisfying to to work with someone who wants you to dominate on that person. I was literally, if I can say like, I was shaking during the same, I was dominated, but I was shaking because I just thought I could not control myself where to stop, which is a really bad thing because I was in control, but I was such an amazing experience to do that. Um,
7: well, that's very interesting
1: yeah it's it's always I mean like yeah to do to do a scene with someone who first of all like the job or has good chemistry between it's always make it easy and for me make it more satisfying because I think it's just so amazing to play different roles and BDSM is just something really something something really good. It can be extremely enjoyable. Okay. Um, well- to be like a receiver, like a submissive person, my only problem as a submissive person, I'm a little bit a mix of submissive person. I cannot be fully submissive because I always feel I want more, which is extremely scary. So sometimes I'm pushing my partner to go to the limit which sometimes I it's, it's scary because I'm not sure he has to be extremely professional professional to know or she to stop because I just want to get more and more and more I feel like I don't feel the pain because I'm so excited and I just try to push that person limit so yeah it's um to be me to be submissive it's always extremely scary for me because I can I can push my my mistress to the limit where it um, can be really painful for me and dangerous for her.
7: Wow. Okay. Well, goodness. I wasn't expecting that. Well, as always, thanks, Patrick. I
0: appreciate your time. Well, you bet. Okay. Hey, we're going to check in, see if Peter's around. Peter, you are you around? To ask a question to Mandy Bright. No,
4: I didn't really have anything important to say. Just wanted to stop in and say hi to everybody.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you you can always ask a question.
4: Oh, I'm kind of a Johnny come lately tonight, so I'd have to <laughs> catch up on the conversation. So, right. unless she wants to tell me about her tattoos and stuff like that, what's uh, special about them, and
0: yeah, she can she can certainly show us that that tattoo here and tell us about that. Oh,
1: yeah, that's pretty new. As I told you, I like horroristic things. Basically, I can sleep on horror movies and I know that's really bad, but sometimes I just... um, I don't know, I like horroristic pictures, it's just I like... You see the eye of the person is just like... um, I'm not sure I can show this one. I tried to stand up. And this... uh, Can you see it? I don't... I'm not sure about... Maybe I'm too close. So all of them is pretty like... um, vampire, horroristic, zombie. I mean like I'm not a zombie person, to be honest. But um I don't know. I just I'm I'm in love with this thing. Um uh, and I thought it's a perfectly uh perfect tattoo for me if uh, if I just uh, have something what I can relate it with. I I'm extremely a huge horror fan. Sorry guys. I'm I am I'm just so Oh, my gosh. Over the top. I'm serious. I can just put a movie and uh, just sleep on it. It makes me relaxed. It makes me
0: just. Oh, thanks a lot, Peter. Hey, Frank uh, is with us. Frank, go ahead. Do you have a question? Uh, Well, I don't really have a question. I just want to say, Mandy, I'm a big fan of yours. I've enjoyed a lot of your your work. Uh, I know you've been in a lot of movies with Rita Faltiano. And uh, a lot of the stuff you've done overseas, you know, well, you've done everything overseas. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, you've, you've done so much work. Right? And you're really impressive, the work that you've done.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. I don't have a question per se, but I just want to tell you I've really enjoyed what you've done. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I, mean, I, I know it sounds like but it really means a lot to me thank you so
0: much okay. well thanks a lot frank for stopping by great to have you stop by again sometime hey don't forget uh Lacey fox will be our guest next week i see that i think that Lacey's on tour or she's in vegas this week or somewhere hopefully she'll be back and uh uh be talking with us next week uh it, it's going to be kind of you know the the glitz and glamour of las vegas and she's got to come back to a a farm field in Iowa. That's really kind of a not a fair trade, but anyway, uh, hopefully she'll be back for that, and I know she will. So, And and the nice thing about Zoom is you can be anywhere and do it, so you don't have to be back in Iowa or anywhere. You just can be anywhere you want to be. Let's go back around the horn here and uh, go back to James with another question for Mandy Bright. James, go ahead. Okay. Um, I do have a question, but before that, I have an Elvis
2: story that you might be interested in. Uh, <laughs> Back in, my mom was a teenager back in the 50s, and um, she went to high school in Arkansas. And when Elvis was with Sun Records, you know, they used to tour. Then everybody else on Sun Records used to tour. And uh, they performed at my mom's um, high school one time, just them and a bunch of the other, like Jerry Lee Lewis and Roy Orbison and all the rest of them were there. And after the show my mom my aunt and a few of the other girls were able to sneak back to the bus and she has photos of her with Elvis with Roy Orbison with with uh, Jerry Lee Lewis with Billy Lee Riley all of those old classics that toured and um just want to let you know since you're the Elvis fan I just want to let you <laughs> that well, you might be lucky. yeah very lucky and uh, I told her, I said, "When whenever she goes, you know, I want you to wield them to me because I want those photos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, my question is, now you have directed as well as performed. So let me ask you, do you prefer directing to performing? And, two-part question, is it more difficult to direct yourself while you are performing? No. Um... I always uh, choose
1: my my camera guy like we knew each other long time, so he knew me well. He knew what I wanted to see, and I usually because I was editing all my movies. So after I shoot, I had really really specific <laughs> what I wanted to see. So I always tell what to shoot. But don't ask just shoot what I ask because I know how I'm gonna edit up there. Don't ask me why. Just do what I ask. And um, I my sex scenes so I love I told you I loved American style. When I was here, it was an amazing great experience because what I saw they put for the comedy part or the intro or whatever was always like nicely created. Shoot perfectly with lights and everything. But the sex was free to go. And that made the scene, I felt, more real and more enjoyable. So when I came back from America and I started to shoot more of my stuff, I was always created the beginning of the scene because that was the story where we get into something, right? And But for the sex come on, why you have to direct the sex? That's, <laughs> that's not something what we direct. Because you. Know, I think sometimes a different position, you can get tired. If you like, in Europe, I remember like, we have to shoot three minutes of this, and after we... Oh,
2: our sound. Oh, did we lose audio? I I we lost, lost audio. Her. Oh, uh, we lost. We lost the audio.
0: Can't hear you, honey. Um.
2: Okay. Oh, there,
0: we are. There we are. Back.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: So you just cannot direct the sex. I. That was my opinion because you never know. When you have sex at home, you, you wanted want to fucking enjoy it, not direct it. <laughs> You so want you, to like change position when you feel, or do more longer because it's good for the girl. You know, it's just so simple. Of course, here in America, we had like three position or something, but that was like we just fucking enjoy it, and done. So, right. sex for me not something what we direct. Right. Okay.
2: okay. So, I mean, it's just it just seems more naturalistic to have it as. Uh, of
1: course, I mean. Right. Sex. I mean yeah. like that's that's a natural <laughs> thing. Why we have to fucking direct the sex? It's uh that it was a European thing back then. They want to direct everything, they want to direct every single move what we made that's uh sometimes they said don't put your hand over there uh put your face out because the light is not perfectly hit your face or you are in a shade oh come on how you can fucking enjoy (laughs) a sex when you when when they keep talking to you and here in
2: america was just like
1: okay let's do it
2: why do you need a tracking shot why do you need a tracking shot while you're <laughs> I are know, you
1: doing? Yeah. And I made so many great stuff here. By the way, it
2: was yes, good did. actors. Yes, they know
1: yes, what to do. They know how to fuck, good size, and enjoyable sex.
0: Enough. Right. thanks, James. Hey, Jiggy Jaguars with us. Jiggy, how are we doing tonight?
4: Hey, what's up, sir? I, I
0: when when you posted this earlier in the group, he oh, just laughed. That was rude. <laughs> Jiggy left. Now here he comes back. We'll get him again. Uh, there you go. I, I I I got booted. Now I'm back. This is yeah, amazing. There you
6: go. What the hell's going on there?
4: I just I just had to pop in because Mandy looked like a big perv magnet, so I had to come see for myself.
6: <laughs>
0: and then and then I saw you had Lorenzo here, and I'm like, oh, he's got his own bouncer, so. I bet. <laughs> Great. Question from Andy at all? No, I just think she's a big perf magnet and just wanted to come see for myself. (laughs) Well, she's got a nice, nice tattoo on her arm, that's for sure. It's got a grim, it looks like a grim reaper type thing or a clown. I can't, couldn't really see it, but anyway. Oh, um, Dracula. Oh, Dracula. Okay. Oh, there you go.
1: I don't even know. It's more like a possessed person.
0: All right. Well, uh, if anything, anybody else has a question, uh, Richard? You have another question for uh, Mandy?
3: Yeah, I want to know if you're married. No, I'm not. Have you been?
1: Uh, for a little while. It doesn't really work out for me. Too much control. I, I just, I think no. Well, I did not find the perfect one. <laughs> yeah,
3: I was going to say that's why you have problems with directors because sometimes. It, it all depends on how people direct and why they direct. Sometimes they're directing because the actors don't know what they're doing on camera. They're new to camera, so that's necessary. Sometimes they direct because they're getting themselves off. It's the power to tell you to bend over and spread your cheeks. Now do this, now do that. They're getting their secret yayas by controlling you. That's another kind of director you meet. Um, it's a pleasure when you want to get the job done when you're getting to work with a talent like yours that knows how to get through a scene and get the best out of a scene that's and i i think a smart director just lets you go go fly cuz you know what you're doing but you know it, it it all depends where you're at um my career was a time in america when we cared about the movies and it's the kind of what you're calling now, calling European, and there was none of the Gonzo stuff. Of course, it was all film, which is a very different medium to go Gonzo in because it costs a lot of money when you do film. Um, when you're doing video, you're free to just play what you want to play, and it it, it it's pennies on the dollar. It's just different. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs>
0: Patrick, I returned oh, it to oh, you. Oh, I didn't know if she was going to talk about that. Hey, we'll, she uh, can... we'll swing things over to Lorenzo because he's got his hand up
5: there. Yeah, I was just wondering if we're going to see her somewhere, like an exotica, some some main event where we can, you know, see see you in person.
1: Um, I think the uh, the next one, what I, I am planning to go is going to be the avian show, as like a lot of people go there. Uh, before that, I'm, I'm not. I don't even know. Uh, to be honest, I don't really know about these shows right now. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm not so familiar where they do and what. I, I have this always this insecurity, I guess, and the scare like I'm, I don't know if people still want to see me. So, um,
5: uh, there's no, it's no question with that, but maybe Patrick can hook you up uh, with Chicago or something, Patrick. Like you know. come oh, to. Yes.
0: We'll see. <laughs> and People would want to see you. There's no doubt about that. So, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just always feel like, you know, I don't know. There's so many beautiful girls right now and younger and, and everything. I love my job, but I, I, I sometimes I feel they more people more interested to see these girls who are really advertised by bigger companies than these old old girls like me (laughs) who is like, oh, we don't even know you because I was like a baby when you were (laughs) started to work. So I don't know. Maybe. Uh, It would be it would be a
5: line there would be a line to see you at exotico believe me
1: yeah <laughs> i'd sure. love to if people want to see i i love you know okay back then we did not have this whole internet thing right so all the time when we really wanted to meet with fans we went there was a lot of show in europe i'm sure here in america as well and i really enjoy that because that connection with fans i think it's priceless it's just how people can like you and talk about your work and and happy to make a picture with you and i it happened with me in germany like somebody brought a picture from last year to sign and that was that was something what i don't think these girls know what does it mean because it was just amazing to meet with these people just in person they did not have a chance to be in our life because of the social media so everything was everything was like i think it was just amazing i would love to meet people but as i said i'm not sure i those people are still out and going out and uh, going to shows and interested to see. I saw like a big girl's like um, uh, here in America who's still working and, but they're American. So it's easier to be famous as an American here in America than for like a European girl just come to America. And maybe somebody doesn't even know who I am because I never really get the chance to push myself out as much as they they did you know what I mean it's it's always uh, yeah Europe is a small litter peace from the word
0: sure. well you never know till you try so anyway if if there's a chance yeah. just, just let us know certainly we'll we'll make things right do you have a, a website or a OnlyFans or anything like that we can promote before we go
1: yes I have um, I have my OnlyFans um, Real Mandy Bright. That's that's my OnlyFans site where people can see me, uh, send me messages, and the best thing is I love to do custom videos. I think people are just amazing with their pervert fantasies, so <laughs> it's always give me something new. So yeah, um, Real Mandy Bright is my OnlyFans page where they can find me. And hopefully I start to shoot more for bigger companies again. But we will see. All right. Because well, I like to do that as well. I mean, like, I know girls working for OnlyFans, 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 but that's just a little piece. I like to work for other people as well because that's that's fun. Me.
2: Okay.
0: Well, Mandy, we sure have had a, a nice time with you. The hour goes real quick because we, uh, we certainly had a good conversation. My wife always says, when I don't hear you talking a lot, you're having a good show. So, <laughs> I didn't do a whole lot of talking. Everybody else did the talking, so that was great. So, again, uh, you can find Mandy Bright at her uh, OnlyFans page, uh, Real Mandy Bright. Don't forget that. Also, next week we're going to have Lacey Fox with us. She's going to be uh, our guest next week. Don't forget, you can uh, find us on Instagram, at Talking and find us on Twitter, at Talking. and you can subscribe to us at uh, on uh YouTube at Jizz Talking. Again, our website, www.jizztalking.com. And we'll see everybody next Sunday night. Thanks for coming out.